Welcome to the Kids Zone Check It Out podcast. This month, we're reviewing some of our favorite Hispanic heritage books for children. Hello, readers. It's Miss Molly at the Orem Library. And today, I have a storytime favorite to tell you about for Hispanic Heritage Month and all throughout the year. This book is a modern retelling of the Little Red Riding Hood story called Federico and the Wolf by Rebecca Gomez and illustrated by Elisa Shavari. Federico is the star of this delightful, colorful picture book. He is a young boy who is off to the market to pick up ingredients for his grandfather's delicious pico de gallo recipe. But on the way, he encounters a wolf who is very interested in where he's going. Sound familiar? When Federico arrives at his abuelos, he notices his grandfather has a bushy, furry beard and long, sharp teeth. When the wolf pounces, Federico has to use his wits and the pico ingredients he grabbed on his errands earlier to outsmart the hungry wolf. This book is so charming. I am just in love with the illustration style. The pictures are vibrant with a rainbow spectrum of colors, and they include a rich array of cultural details, from the papel picado decorations in the market to the designs on the dishware. A pico de gallo recipe is included at the end as well for those looking to extend their reading fun. The text in this book is in a rhyming format and has a bouncy cadence and a natural rhythm, and Spanish words are included seamlessly into the flow as well. Federico himself as a character is so lovable. He first innocently seeks to distract the wolf and then flips a switch and starts bravely fighting him off. And the way Federico is illustrated gives him a lot of spunk. He has a cool sleeveless hoodie and a shaved hairstyle and he zooms around town on his bicycle. If you like Federico and the Wolf or books with Hispanic culture and flair, you should also check out Pacho Nacho by Silvia Lopez or Gustavo the Shy Ghost by Flavia Drago, which would be perfect for upcoming Halloween and Day of the Dead festivities. We hope you enjoy these and other great picture books during Hispanic Heritage Month. Hope to see you soon at the library. Readers, it's Ms. Rita at the Orem Library. Today I'm reviewing Vamos, Let's Go to the Market. It's a picture book written and illustrated by Raul III. This is an amazing bilingual book that teaches children simple Spanish words as they follow Little Lobo and his dog Bernabe through town while they make deliveries from their wagon at the local market. As they weave through the streets and crowds, going from store to store, they see so many interesting things. Performing dancers, good food, sweets, herbs, sombreros, puppets, books, desert plants, piñatas, black velvet paintings, and Little Lobo's favorite comic book in the bookstore. Little Lobo dreams of meeting El Toro, his favorite luchador, while he reads his lucha comic book and eats a churro. Little Lobo finally stops at his favorite shop for his last delivery, Golden Laces, where masks, posters, and toys remind him of El Toro. He's invited in the back of the shop, and the laces are for the real El Toro in person. El Toro signs Little Lobo's comic book, and El Toro asks for a ride home 
in his wagon with Bernarbe. When little Lobo and Bernarbe arrive home, they are exhausted by all their adventures of the day. They go to bed to rest up for another busy day. Buenas noches! This picture book is a pura belpre honor book and is fun for ages 4 through 7. If you love this book, check out the second book in the World of Vamos series titled Vamos, Let's Go Eat. And this October, a new book is coming out called Vamos, Let's Cross the Bridge. Go to your local library to check it out. Hi everyone, this is Liz the Librarian at the Orem Public Library. Today, I want to share with you an awesome book I just read called Juana and Lucas, written and illustrated by Juana Medina. It is an intermediate level book series perfect for ages seven to nine. Juana is a little girl with a big personality. She loves drawing pictures, eating Brussels sprouts, and living in Bogota, Colombia. And she especially loves her dog, Lucas, the best amigo around. Juana speaks Spanish, so when she finds out that she has to learn the English at school, she is not too excited. The English is so hard. And why should she learn it when she already knows Spanish perfectly well? Juana finds a good reason to redouble her efforts when her abuelo announces he is taking Juana and her mommy to a fantastico place. Where is he planning on taking them? You'll have to read Juana and Lucas to find out. This book is hilarious with fun characters and lots of colorful cartoon-like illustrations on every page. Children are sure to love the bouncy text formatting and Spanish words peppered throughout the story. The Hispanic influence especially makes this book a fun, culturally enriching read. So when you're ready to meet Juana and her cute furry amigo Lucas, make sure to come to the library and check out Juana and Lucas. Oh, and don't forget to check out the sequel too, Juana and Lucas Big Problemas. Thanks! Hello friends, it's Miss Molly at Orem Library. Did you know there's a special award for the best notable books of the year that celebrate Latino culture? It's called the Pura Belpre Award, named after the first Puerto Rican librarian and storyteller to work for the New York Public Library System. There's actually a great picture book biography about her that came out a couple years ago called Planting Stories that you should totally check out. So that award is great to keep an eye out for as you search for books with a lot of rich cultural details in them. Today, I wanted to share about one of my favorite Pura Belpre honor books, which is a junior novel called The Epic Fail of Arturo Zamora. This is a realistic story, so in the same genre as Wonder or Diary of a Wimpy Kid, where it's set in our world with kids going to school, their relationships with their families and friends, etc. In this book, our main character is Arturo, and his Cuban-American family owns a restaurant headed by his grandmother. The whole neighborhood loves this restaurant, and they see friendly, familiar people come in every day. Arturo's grandmother is well-loved by the whole community. Their life gets turned upside down, though, when a rich land developer named Wilfrido Pipo comes into town. This rich dude wants to build a fancy new building on the land that the restaurant is on. 
but Arturo refuses to let the restaurant get torn down without a fight. He and his friend Carmen scheme to unite their community against Wilfrido. As they do, they discover untold family stories and the words of a revolutionary poet to give them the courage they need. This book was awesome and serious at times, but it was also hilarious. Arturo is a typical awkward middle school kid, and you get to see the silly things he thinks and his goofy conversations with his friends. I also really enjoyed all the members of Arturo's big family and getting a glimpse into the busy world of running a restaurant. If you read this book and really like it, there are many other Pura Belpre Award books you could try. The most recent award winner from 2021 is Efren Divided, about a boy whose world is rocked when his mother is deported to Mexico and his efforts to care for his siblings. Another favorite honor book is The First Rule of Punk by Celia Perez, about a rock and roller girl named Malu forming a band from a group of school misfits. All of these books are in the junior section at Orem Library, where you will find many other great picks for Hispanic Heritage Month as well. We hope to see you soon, and happy reading! Whitney, and I'm back for another review for the Children's Check It Out podcast. One of my favorite things about being a librarian is the access I have to books showcasing communities and cultures different from my own and celebrating events like Hispanic Heritage Month. These events often introduce me to fantastic new books I may not have known about otherwise, as was the case with the Lowrider series by Kathy Camper and Raul III. The Lowrider series starts out with The Lowriders in Space, a graphic novel that tells the story of Lupe Impala, El Chavo Flapjack, and Illyrio Malaria, three friends who work in a garage fixing up cars. Their dream, however, is to own their own shop and work on their favorite kind of cars, Lowriders. The book explains that Lowriders are a special type of car, and while some of them do tricks like hopping and bouncing, their main feature is their ability to ride low and slow, or bajito y suavecito. Lupe, El Chavo, and Illyrio hear about a contest that, if they win, will give them enough money to buy their own mechanic shop. They just have to enter a lowrider that's cool enough to win. However, the only car they have to enter the contest is a really old, beat-up junker. With their many talents and expertise, they think they can fix it up in time for the contest, but to make it an award-winning lowrider, they're going to need to find some replacement parts. While searching for parts in an abandoned airplane factory, they find some rocket parts and rocket fuel, and decide to add them to their custom car. When their lowrider is all fixed up and looking snazzy, they take it for a test drive, but unintentionally end up in outer space! Outer Space adds some cool features to their slick new ride, but will it be enough to win the contest? These graphic novels are gorgeous. The illustrator, Raul III, used ballpoint pens to create the artwork, and in the first book, he only uses three colors, blue, red, and black, on top of a creamy, sepia-brown background. The style of artwork kind of reminds me of the earliest original Mickey Mouse drawings including the use of creatures or animals as the main characters. The illustrations are often busy, but in a good way, as they draw the eye and make you want to examine all the little details on the page. The storyline is fun and unique, including fantasy elements, 
Southern Californian Mexican-American culture and space vocabulary. Notes in the back expand on these elements with additional information on lowriders, how the illustrator created the artwork, and a glossary that explains Mexican-American slang, car, and astronomy terms. One of the parts I loved most about the book was how they included Spanish phrases in the story with English translations listed at the bottom in little boxes. If you're looking for a fun graphic novel with beautiful illustrations and Latino culture, this is a great read. The series also includes Lowriders to the Center of the Earth and Lowriders A Blast from the Past. Hi, this is Tony from the library, and I want to share a book called Latinitas, which is written and illustrated by Juliet Menendez. This is a junior nonfiction book, and it is a biography picture book for ages seven and older. Latinitas is a book about real little girls from Latin American heritage who made a difference in the world. These girls made the world a better place through their creativity and bold voices. When they noticed a problem in the world, they found a way to solve it. Some of the girls were writers, some were dancers, some were lawyers, and some were scientists. In this book, you will read about girls like Sonia Sotomayor, a Supreme Court Justice, and Evelyn Miralles, a virtual reality engineer for NASA. My favorite story is of Matilda Hidalgo, the first woman in Ecuador to graduate from medical school, vote, and be elected as a councilwoman. She is seriously cool. I loved the pretty illustrations and inspiring stories in this book. Each story is only one page long, opposite a portrait of the little girl in the story. The illustrator specifically chose to draw these Latinitas as children so that the children reading this book could see their own potential to make a difference. If you are interested in the untold stories of history, you should read this book. Thanks for joining us. Check out our favorite titles at your local library. See you next month for more reviews.